What do you do when a collection gets out of hand? Maybe you sell some things off, or perhaps you make an appearance on the hit reality series Hoarders. If you're world-renowned singer, songwriter, and pianist Billy Joel, you open up a museum. Quote, The shop as it stands today was born out of necessity, the need for space, reads the copy on the website for Joel's 20th Century Cycles. A shop, in the sense that it's built to maintain his collection. None of Joel's motorcycles are for sale, nor does the shop work on other people's rides. No, the Oyster Bay storefront serves as a testament to the motorcycle aesthetic of the 20th century, which Joel fears is disappearing. Though the piano man's favorite mode of transportation may be the motorcycle, one of his favorite songs was inspired by a more humble vehicle, the Greyhound Bus. Joel's fourth studio album, Turnstiles, released in 1976, celebrated a huge moment for the musician, his return to his hometown. He had been living in Los Angeles for the recording of his previous album, Streetlight Serenade, but after three years in L.A., he became disillusioned with the city. Of the many songs on the album that deal with his leaving the glitz and glam of Hollywood, one of the surprise hits was a six and a half minute song never released as a single. The song became a concert staple and a bit of an anthem for the city. The song deals directly with Joel's return to the East Coast via Greyhound Bus and focuses specifically on one thing, how much he fucking loves New York. That's right, we're talking about Billy Joel's New York State of Mind this week on Cover Me. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is out of touch with the rhythm and blues. I'm your host as always, The Snake, joined by my Riverside co-host... Alex Mildenberger. Alex Mildenberger, you are close to a river, aren't you? Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Like, cities tend to pop up around a river. But yeah, I like live physically close to where the river is. Live physically near the river. Well, that's good, because you're the Riverside host, and I can be the Chinatown host, because I live next to Chinatown. Next to Chinatown, yeah. I just walked by the river today, and I looked at it, and I said, hey, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Rivers are nice, Alex. There were people on it. Oh, yeah. Summertime. summertime. People are rafting down the river. You going to get out there on the raft, Alex? Maybe. Not on my own. No, that'd be lonely. I, I haven't done it in a long time, so. Yeah, it's Probably been, should. been years for me, man. Rivers, crazy stuff. Alex, how you doing out there? What's new and exciting in the city? New and exciting? I mean, it's just really hot. Fuck. We're hitting, like, 30s, which is pretty hot for here. I mean, I guess it's worse in, like, Europe or whatever, but I don't care. I'm not in Europe. Yeah, forget about those Europeans. What do they know? Yeah. Other than that, I don't know, gearing up for some events coming up. Oh, yeah. Some hey, events. did you go to any Coca-Cola stage concerts this No, week? I thought about it. I guess, yeah, the, the, the Calgary Stampede is just ending. It's winding mm-hmm. down this weekend. I did not go at all. Try to avoid it if possible. There were some Coke stage shows I kind of wanted to see, and then, I, as always, I forgot and didn't. Yeah, that makes sense. Who who was playing at the Coke stage this year? There were a few that I thought might be interesting, but not really anything I actually listened to. Just some I like. I right, think Alexis on Fire was playing. Oh yeah, and like I don't know, Carly Rae Jepsen. Like that might be interesting. Uh, yeah, I would definitely see Carly Rae Jepsen like, for free for at the Coke, Coke stage. stage. Yeah, why not? Right. Oh yeah. Hey, I know the rural Alberta Advantage. I kind of oh like yeah those them. Yeah. They've they're they're. Uh, Alberta band, obviously. Yeah, they're an Alberta band. Um, they got Milky Chance, who has that that one hit about dancing all night. 
That could be anyone. Oh, they played the dancing all night. The the song about dancing all night. Yeah, dance all night, hit the booger all night long, gonna dance like this before. So don't talk about it. You know that one? I might know that one. You you might if you listen to the actual thing and not yeah. me, it, it might come through better. Um, yeah, that's I probably the new pornographers is a name I recognize. That's right. Oh, that was the other one I wanted to see because I do know like two of their songs from rock bands. So hey, that's why not? right. Um, I know Steven knows Tokyo Police Club. I think. Yeah, these are all like a lot of groups that more groups that I actually recognize than usual. Than usual, which is why I probably should have actually gone, but it's probably too late now. It's too late. Um, yeah. Plus, then I have to go to the Stampede, which is kind of like you really have to weigh those two things against each other. Yeah. So, it's yeah. yeah. The less time you can spend at Stampede grounds during Stampede, the better. Yeah. And I've done really good at that. I've reduced it to zero over the past three years. Yeah, impressive, amazing. I mean, I I mean, uh, it didn't happen one of those years. That's right. That's true. So uh, everybody had to town that year, but uh, but um, yeah. It's uh, not really my scene, which I'm, I'm questioning more and more what is my scene, because I'm saying that about more and more things. It's, it's possible you don't have a scene. I might just not have a scene. You might be a behind-the-scenes guy. Yeah. Something. Maybe you got to age into your scene, Alex, because you know who is your scene is Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Fair enough. I think he's uh, for an older crowd. Um, we've talked about Billy Joel before, of course, Alex. We talked about him we on uh, The Entertainer. The Entertainer? Less than a year ago. Uh, yeah. Already and dipping back into the Joel well. Already, yeah. We talked about Street Life Serenade, or a song off Street Life Serenade, which is his second album. Now we're moving on to his third album. This is actually his, yeah, his third album, his fourth studio album. His uh, He had a record before oh. Columbia Records. That was just a Billy Joel one? Yeah, so oh, he gets Spring signed Harbor. on to Columbia. Right. Yeah, so that fucked me up when I was reading it because it was like this, like there was like Streetlight Serenade, his second album, but it actually said second Columbia album. Okay, so because, it's actually his fourth album. Yeah, so I was like, why the fuck is Streetlight Serenade the second, but Turnstiles is the fourth, and there's no albums in between? I was like, it fucked me up. But yeah, that's what's going on there. Um, it's criminal that we're not talking about Piano Man because we are. <laughs> <laughs> monsters it's very funny to me though i think to not hit on his biggest hit yeah i mean we got to talk and we got to keep talking about new york we talked about new york last week that's right we even talked about this song last week a little bit of course um so now it's coming up again yeah um alex is this when it comes to billy joel songs billy joel's had to rank his own and his he calls this his favorite in a 2017 interview with Rolling Stone. I heard him I've say seen, Miami 2017 as well, which is also off this album. Yeah, and I've heard him say scenes from an Italian restaurant. Oh, you know a, what? Uh, that was it. I was scenes from Italian restaurant. In a late show segment. Yeah. Yeah. So the man's opinion is always changing on what his best song which is. Which is like, good? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. He doesn't have a static opinion about his own songs. And he's been playing the same songs now for 30 years because he hasn't had an album since, I think, like 1993 1993, yeah. Like that's, so, which is crazy, but yeah. then also I've been playing his greatest hits this week, and it's like nonstop. It's and like just the depth and breadth of his of his work is pretty wild. Yeah, I really like Billy Joel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got a I, Billy Joel uh, like an easy piano book when I was in high school or whatever, and I played a fair amount out of that, including this song. Oh uh, no, yeah. shit! I played 
that for a while. And I had a lot of trouble because it would like switch back and forth between triplets uh, and um, just like eighth, eighth notes. Mm. Um, and that was very difficult for me because I was learning, right? So, right, yeah. Um, it, it's easier for me now. I tried it. Fuck yeah. So I did improve since high school. That's good. That is good. You didn't peak in high school, Alex. And I don't think that would be so, to find out that I peaked in high school. If that like, sh- if that just came out to me as the truth one day, I would be really, really depressed. God, yeah, I'd be like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> I guess it's just downhill. I guess I just plateau as long as I can until it's yeah. I guess downhill. you just nosedive at that point. You're like, well, how bad can I get? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I like loop back around somehow? Yeah, just. <laughs> Just hit the numbers so low that it has to flip back up. Yeah. Um, Alex, I was gonna say though, what what's what in your in your mind right now? Like, give me like rough top f- top five of some Billy Joel songs. What hits the peaks for you? Jeez, oh, Billy Joel. I mean, I do like this song. This is oh, a it's good killer. One. And the Entertainer. I really like the Entertainer. So those are two that are definitely on there. Um, I've been. It's another song called Vienna. Oh yeah, that I really like. Off. Of I've been jamming that the one. The Stranger. Week. Um. And then, I mean, I think only the good Die Young has got to be on there, too. Oh, yeah, dude. That's that's real jam. Um, have I, how many have I said? Three? I've said four, I think. Uh, yeah, Entertainer. Only the good Die only Young. Those one. And, of course, they're going to change depending on uh, depending on the day. Oh, much um, like Billy Joel's own opinions. Much like Billy change. Joel's own opinions. Um, what else? Um... I can think of something else. Do you have? Do you have some? Uh, I mean, things? I'm I'm kind of in line with you here. I think New York State of Mind is really hitting for me this uh, this week, and particularly in contrast to Empire State of Mind as two like New York love songs. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the more ballad structure, like the more uh, like understated in some ways structure of this with some big hits on some sax and shit like that. But I do love the the flavor of New York love here, differing from Empire State of Mind. I love that. Um, yeah, only the good die young was my jam for most of high school which is embarrassing because <laughs> i was not a cool guy and like <laughs> but you know great song anyway it seems from an italian restaurant i really like it's got yeah it's similar vibes to the doors soft parade and that is a, like a seven minute long song where it like moves through different you know it's got different sections but yeah, still like kind of feels like one sections. story mm-hmm. um i do like that one i'm gonna throw a prelude the angry young man off there Oh, on, yeah. on as my last in my top five, which are not really ranked, because um, like you know that that's what it is right now. But it could you know change yeah. any time. Sometimes down Easter Alexa kind of hits. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's got some state and power. Some of the uh, ones that are about like boats. Boats. Yeah, he also has. I didn't mention it, but he has a boating company as well. That's right. He's got. Um, is it just a boating? Like Long Island Ships or something like that? Yeah, it's that. called like Long Island Boating Company or something like that. It might be Oyster yeah. Bay Boating Company. Oh, no, it's it's oh, it's oh in Oyster Bay. They manufacture yeah. custom-made... Re- oh, oh, that's where his motorcycle shop is. Yeah, that's the 20th Century Cycles. Uh, but he's also got another business, other ventures. Uh, merged his long-held love of boating with his desire for a second career. With Long Island Boating businessman Peter Needham, he formed the Long Island Boat Company. Yeah, because presumably because his first, second, and third loves are all the sea, and then um, you know four, five, and six. Oh, and and seven are his you know 
various wives. Right. Um, and then his three children after that. So there he got his first ten loves. Right, and then Actually, motorcycling no, somewhere and then, and the, then the, the zero spot is, of course, New York. That's, yes, of course. Uh, absolutely it is. New York. New York state of mind, Alex. We should probably get into it. One question, though. Are you a motorcycle guy, Alex? You like motorcycles? Um, I have never driven a motorcycle. Okay, that's not true. I, I tried to drive a dirt bike a couple times, but I never got how to shift out of first. Ah. Uh, yeah, I've never done a uh, no motorcycle nor a dirt bike. Not even in the first gear. Which I guess is still a motorcycle. Yeah. So, motor, my motorcycle guy? Not really. No. I, I drive a... Uh, I ride a bicycle sometimes. Hey, <laughs> Similar, right? The manual cycle. Yeah. You are the motor. Um, and one last question, Alex. We thought about this. We asked you about this last week. Have you decided? Are you a New York guy? I think I might be, because we were talking about buying tickets to see... Um, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. And we were like looking at cities we could go in. So, like, uh, Seattle and Portland, and I was like, we could go to New York, too, you know? Fuck <laughs> yeah. Madison Square Garden. Maybe that's so, your scene, Alex. Maybe I don't know. New York just guy. came up. People seem to really like it. I've heard positive things. In fact, they like it so much, they write songs about it, including New York State of Mind by Billy Joel, which uh, lyrically starts like this. He says, Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood, but I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line. I'm in a New York state of mind. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this is kind of somewhat autobiographical about him moving back from the West Coast to, to the East Coast to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the place he was starting in was this kind of idyllic location. Like, it's a place people vacation to. People also vacation to New York, but it's not like fun in the sun, you know? Yeah, it's funny that he's like, some people like to go to these big vacation de- destinations. I go to New York. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Which is where I live. <laughs> it's like, Tons that's also a big York. vacation destination. Yeah, also your hometown, regardless of who you are, is a big vacation destination for you. As long as you've moved from there. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, like, he likes it enough that, like, he wants to spend time there. Yeah, for him, that is, and of course, he's coming back from Hollywood. So he's like, I'm yeah. not here for the glitz and glam. I'm here to to get fucking pizza and Chinese food. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, but yeah, easy enough. Some people like to get on these extravagant vacations. Me, I'm hopping a Greyhound bus, a cheap method of transport, taking my ass to New York State. I guess it is New York State too, because he's a he's a Long Island guy, which is near New York City, but is, is it not technically not New York like. City. Uh, is it not like part of it? It's part of New York State. But I thought it was. I don't think Long Island's oh, one, of the, one of the one of the not like one of the boroughs. Boroughs, no. Okay. But it's one of those things. Like if you're from Long Island, I think you kind of claim New York City and a bit of vice versa. Although I think I don't think people like to claim oh, Long Staten Island. Staten Island, right? <laughs> Staten Island. Yeah, you're thinking Staten Island. Uh, one of the five boroughs of New York. Yeah, so Long Island. But I think. I mean, probably not the whole thing, but a lot of, especially the coastal stuff, probably just revolves so strongly around the city. Mm-hmm. And the city is pretty expansive, too. Not to mention. Oh. Yeah, it's New York, baby. baby. 
So what is it about New York, man? We don't know, but we know about these other places he's been. Verse 2. I've seen all the movie stars in their fancy cars and their limousines. Been high in the Rockies under the Evergreens. I know what I'm needing. I don't want to waste more time. I'm in a New York state of mind. Yeah, I mean, there's another song in this album literally called Say Goodbye to Hollywood. So That's right. That's what he's doing. He's moving back. Um, But it's not his scene, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know? He's not a scene. Yeah, he's seen, he's seen these things and even enjoyed these things because he he yeah, it's a reference to Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. Oh yeah, I guess it is. Been um, the I was just thinking that you know the Rockies. That's like that's our stomping grounds more or less. Right. Um, we get a line in this song, but actually it's John Denver. That's right. <laughs> but um. John yeah, Denver, he's. Baby. I mean, those are good things. There's good things in other places, but at, at the end of the day, like New York is his home, so he likes to. Yeah, he knows what his fix is, his and he doesn't want to fuck around anymore. Yeah, I do like that. If you look on Genius for the Ben High and the Rockies one, it's this genius says Billy Joel references the fact that he has been baked in the Colorado <laughs> Rockies, so sitting in the greenery. <laughs> he's seen it all, from movie stars to scenery. If that's an interesting uh, <laughs> uh, genius annotation. Uh, at least we don't have to rely on them as heavily this week. Yeah, th- thankfully, it's a lot easier this week. Um, boom, we hit the bridge. It was so easy leave- living day by day, out of touch with the rhythm and blues, but now I need a little give and take. New York Times, Daily News. Yeah, um, I mean, talk about rhythm sometimes in terms of like how life works, and mm-hmm. like when you're in and each place kind of has its own rhythm, its own beat, you know? And when it's something that you're not used to, it can be awkward. But yeah. this, it's literally like we would say it is or isn't my speed, probably. So that's kind of the same idea. But also rhythm and blues, because like, that's music that he liked. Yeah, and the, he's, I guess he's talking about the rhythm and blues and course pace of New York City that he's missing out on. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that he says, like he says, it's so easy living day by day. So he was okay in Hollywood if he took it, you know, one day at a time. But... In the big picture, he was like, no, I need to get back to the things I love, like the New York Times and the Daily News. Yeah, and I mean, that's a relatable line. Like, I think most people have at times in their life where they're just, like, going through the days, you know? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily thinking about what serves them best. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You're like, well, I just got to get through today. And then you keep doing that for days to weeks to months to years, and it's like... Yeah, it can be easy, but you're you're out of touch with yeah what you really need. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I like that he just named drops two fucking newspapers. <laughs> two news. <laughs> yeah, just like to read them. Oh, okay, it could have been anything from New York. He could have been like you know the Empire State Building, the Statue of Liberty, or like a pizza joint that is popular and famous. Pizza, Chinese food, Chinese food, <laughs> the CBGBs. <laughs> Lou Reed songs, like he's just like, <laughs> no, let's do two newspapers. Yeah, some mouse. I, I'm gonna say New York Times. What else should I say? Like another newspaper? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. The two things everybody loves about New York: the two competing newspapers. Which just the Daily News? Yeah, I've, like I've heard of the New York Times, of course. Of course, but the Daily News does that still exist. I, I didn't look it up. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Looking it up right now, Alex. Looking it up, there. New York Daily News. Which is called the Daily News. Founded in 1919, reached its peak circulation in 1947. Oh, that was a long time ago. 
Uh, it's a definitely has a website. Hey, good for them. Uh, but does it have a third verse that starts? It comes down to reality, and it's fine with me because I've let it slide. I don't care if it's Chinatown or on Riverside. I don't have any reason I left them all behind. I'm in a New York state of mind. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I always or never. Uh, one of the two. The I, you know, when you don't know the lyrics specifically, and like. It's not obvious what they yeah. say, and you think it's like something grandiose. And like in this case, he just says on Riverside, but that on, I was always trying to figure out what the descriptor was there. Chinatown, or like I thought maybe he said red for a long time. I don't know why, which isn't right. a place. Red Riverside, I don't red think. Red Riverside, right. Uh, I thought that was like an, a, a location, but it's just, I mean, it is a location, but uh, yeah, just on like Riverside. Descriptor, not yeah, like it's just... like. Uh, Okay, this was a long time ago, but uh, Taxman, when we did Taxman, yes. and some of the lyrics were just like repeating the word. And mm. I was like, like, I just, I didn't know he was just saying the same thing twice. I thought he was like adjective noun, but no. Right. Just noun, noun. Yeah, just noun, noun, baby. Anyway, uh, yeah. get enough topic. So yeah, this verse is really just him being like, again, like, I just want to be in New York is his thing. He's like, I don't care where. I don't care if it's Chinatown or Riverside, put me in New York, baby. Yeah, I've always liked the it comes down to reality and it's fine with me mm-hmm. line, even though I don't necessarily know what it means in isolation. I like, think it like I had, links... just need to be realistic or like face reality. Yeah, I think it links to the, the back end of verse two. I know what I'm needing and I don't want to waste more time. Yeah. And uh, in the bridge, too, that it was so easy living day by day. He's like, I... I was out there. I was out on my trip in Hollywood doing my thing. But at the end, he's like, it's, it's the reality is I need to go back home. Like, I need to get back to New York and it's fine with me because I'd like, I've let it slide. Like, whatever I was hoping to get out in Hollywood, whether I got it or not, doesn't matter. It's like, like, genius says that this is him saying, I'm sorry I left you, baby. I was wrong. And I don't think that's exactly it. But I think he is saying that. Like, regardless of why he left, he needs to come back, and he's accepted that. Yeah, that kind of seemed... Yeah, that it does seem like a, a acceptance. Mm-hmm. Of that, and he's in a New York state of mind. Yeah, he's in New York... He doesn't have any reasons. He left them all behind, so he left his reasons for leaving at the place that he left for originally. Now he's starting again. I mean, it was fairly early in his career. Yeah. So. And then after that... the stranger yet. Yeah, if, that song about making your hand numb so you can masturbate yourself. <laughs> Billy Joel loves. Hey, Captain Jack. That one's sometimes a top fiver for me. Speaking of songs about True. masturbation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we hit the bridge again. We hit verse three, and then the outro is him just saying, "I'm just taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line because I'm in New York State of Mind, baby." Gotta love New York, apparently. Yeah. Let's hear it for New York. Streets uh, make you feel brand new. Yeah. Um, Big lights will inspire you. Yeah. To compare it with Empire State of Mind, if I may, um, they're both somewhat autobiographical. Yes. But um, I think Empire State of Mind is way more specific and it's like when it describes the things um, versus this song, which I think is trying a little bit more to be broad, Mm -hmm. um, particularly for people. Now, I mean, it's talking about New York. Obviously, there's a lot of people 
who also like New York um, and artists in particular, that's going to be important for this. Mm-hmm. But um, it has this feeling of kind of nostalgia and longing for place right. that I think is, is more universal. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, because that's something we feel, you know? Wanting to be home. Mm-hmm. In a place where you're comfortable, a place where you know. And it doesn't matter. Like, he's talking about just talking about things that are there, you know, that he likes to see or be around. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really just like, yeah, name-checking, like, New York in the big sense, like Chinatown, Riverside, a couple of newspapers there. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't list boroughs instead of newspaper, but yeah. Yeah, that would be a more like New York move to be like, I'm in a Brooklyn and Queens and the, the other Bronx. five ones, the Bronx. <laughs> uh, what do we have? Uh, Manhattan. Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. Staten Island. I would have never got Staten Island. <gasps> Even though we just talked about it. Yeah, I forget that it's also it's one of the boroughs. I just think it's like an island. <laughs> Another island. There's also yeah. like Coney Island there somewhere, right? Right, I don't really yeah. know where that fits in. I don't know either. Yeah, Billy Joel. Yeah, I'd say there is that more like universal longing for home theme, longing for place. Um, of course, yeah, in his personal situation, returning home is a little bit more relatable than, or like, again, more universal than Jay-Z's started from the bottom, now I'm at the top, but I'm still a New Yorker at heart vibe. Yeah, riding also, in his Lexus with Burger King. With Burger King, yeah. No, it was McDonald's. <laughs> Alex. It was BK. <laughs> All with uh, with Beyonce Knowles, <laughs> yeah. of course. Um, but he does he get he picks up and no mentions of crack in this song. No, yeah, str- I think this is this is before uh, crack really exploded, right? That would have been more in the eighties. I suppose there was New York was on because he also writes Miami twenty seventeen on this album. True. Which is about like a, it's a sci-fi song about yeah. like, the collapse of New York due to it being like a scary and awful place in the seventies. Um, but I guess maybe that that wasn't crack hadn't hit the scene yet. Maybe it was just still other drugs. Yeah, or it wasn't like in the public consciousness as much because I think, I mean, usually things start before they become popular, right? That's true. But I know there were like a ton of PSAs and stuff. Like, have you seen that one where it's like uh, Pee Wee Herman? He's just like, this is crack, crack rock. rock. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm familiar um, with that one. That, that kind of stuff. And I think that didn't happen until later. Because this right. was, what year was this, 76? Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm sure it was moving into that. I mean, they, so they should, so Billy or Joel should update this, remove the date, keep the New York Times, remove the Daily yeah. News, and just... More references say, to uh, slinging rock. Yeah, slinging rock. The New York Times, slinging rock. I'm like, ah, that's New York, baby. Uh, and pizza and Chinese food. Pizza, Chinese food. Um, the, you know, the holy trinity of New York City. <laughs> so this is, let's talk about the instrumentation on this, which is... Yeah. Slow and uh, meaty and beautiful. Yeah, it is very uh, down tempo, I guess. Slow yes. piano song. Like at first, it's like a solo piano thing. Yeah. Um, opens with with Billy Joel playing a longer, uh, like introduction sequence where it's part of it is just like piano melody, and then it goes into the melody from the rest of the song. Goes through a verse melody. Yeah. 
So yeah, we get like almost a minute introduction where he just like vamps on the piano and then hits the the verse melody, gives us a taste of what that's going to sound like, and then he comes in with the vocals. Starts to sing them, yeah. And then at that point, it's still like solo piano, and it's just like this guy, very expressive piano playing, which usually, you know, means he hits harder sometimes. Yeah. Hits those notes harder. Um, and then him singing as well. Uh, so you hear, of course, he, he leads into the next verse by playing quite loudly, and that's where some things start to come in. Strings, which stay very quiet at first. Mm-hmm. It's very like ambient harmony, um, and then a bass. Bass, yeah. And do the do the kit drums come in there? Not yet. Not yet. They come in a bit later. Yeah. Um, but it's still very like soft and lots of lots of harmony now. Um, you get a little bit of saxophone. Yes. Um, it plays in like during the last line, kind of between this section and the next, which is the bridge, first bridge. Right. Um, and then. But it, it fades out quite quickly. And now we didn't really mention this, but there's no like chorus. But the I'm in a New York state of mind line. Mind it's like line, a refrain, yeah. Yeah, is like kind of a refrain. It comes in at the end of each of the verses. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of just this like continuous build without having like a separate chorus section. But it does have two bridges, and the reason uh but they're the same. Reason I bring that up is we've talked about bridges versus middle eights before. Yeah. Um, but in this case, we're linking. So usually we say, well, if it's between two choruses, it's not a bridge because you're not going from one place to another place. Right. You're staying in the same place. But now we're going from a verse to a verse, which I would normally say is n- staying in the same place. But it kind of feels like maybe we're going from r- refrain to a verse. So it's yeah, still kind of you a could argue that the the chorus on this yeah is a refrain and it's just a very tight one line. Yeah, so I don't know if there's a, a correct technical answer. Especially because instrumentally, when you hit "I'm in a New York state of mind," like usually the instruments drop. So yeah, and there is change? some feeling of resolution, I think. Yeah, so it's one of those situations where yeah, it's not a big like B section if we call it that, but it is still <laughs> like technically <laughs> it is one. It serves that purpose, right? So, so yeah, I would say a bridge yeah, is it. I have been calling it a bridge and I've been comfortable calling it a bridge. Well, I'm glad, Alex. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you found some peace in calling it a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but no, I think that's a good technical analysis of that. I think it is technically correct and that's the best kind of correct to be. Yeah. Um the next best kind of correct is being a sax solo. Yeah, that sax solo comes in. Is that after the third verse? Yeah, we hit uh, 329 is about where it comes in. Um, that is, but that is after the third verse, and the third verse is where those drums come in. That's right. Yeah, much um, bigger anyway. The kit drums are there for the bridge, and then they, uh, they come in a little stronger afterwards. Yeah. So that, that happens. That's that happens. Um, and yeah, saxophone solo. So apparently there are three different versions of this saxophone solo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only know the one, like the one, the album version is the only yeah, one. Yeah, I, I know the album version. There was a rumor that, uh, a guy named Phil Woods recorded the sax solo for the greatest hits, but that's false. So they're all three versions of this is Richie Kanata on saxophone and it's all his solo work. Yeah. It's just different solos. And 
Yeah, just this is the only one I know because I've just apparently heard the yeah. album version. Um, um, yeah, this song is six minutes long, Alex, and it is yeah. like we said, down tempo, but it doesn't like lag for me. No, even considering like it repeats itself, right? Because after the saxophone solo, it does the bridge again, and mm-hmm. then it does the third verse again. Yeah. So it it's strange, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel too long to me. Maybe it's partially because I know it very well. Could be, yeah. And once you know a song very well, that generally doesn't feel like it takes as long to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, anyway. Um, but I guess part of that is. Like, it does a pretty good, uh, even though it does the verse again and the bridge again, they don't feel the same. Especially that verse, like the, the, the second, third verse, you might even call it the fourth verse. Yeah. Um, is where it, like, really, like, becomes heightened. And he's saying, oh, as yeah. it comes down to reality, and that's Man, fine, with, fine me, with me, goes up, let it slide. And then you don't care if it's Chinatown. Yeah, kind of like reflects the the scenario in which he wrote it you know taking the greyhound yeah like it's he's sitting on the bus he's probably thinking about nothing else it's 1975 to 76 so like he's not really you know he doesn't have a fucking phone to distract him or anything true he's just looking out the window thinking about new york and there's always that like sense of almost defeat when you're leaving back home especially like leaving from hollywood of all places yeah i mean there's a feeling like changing your environment, you know, when things change, yeah. there's a particular feeling. There's that move. So it is quieter in the beginning, more pensive. He's like, well, I don't know. Am I doing the right thing? He's like, I'm in a New York state of mind. This is how I feel. And then it really kicks in in that repetition of the the bridge and the third verse. Where he's like, you know what? This is reality. Fuck this. I'm going to New York, baby. New York. Yeah. And then... Yeah, he's a little more confident, I guess, in his decision by the time we get to the second, third verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's where he's like, he's ripping it at the end there. I was like, I'm just taking a greyhound! You're like, fuck yeah, you are, Billy. Get out there. <laughs> and, uh... Then the, there's an outro, right? Yeah. Uh, it slows it down quite a bit. Get that, like, rubato going mm-hmm. on. I think it counts as rubato, which just means it changes tempo. Um, and there's that, there's like a piano run and a cymbal roll. Um, and then he goes back and forth with the saxophone a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of like slowly sings those last few lines. And then the, the saxophone just like busts out and goes wild. Yeah, and, and you get the big beats on the strings and the drums. The bam, bam, bam. It's a yeah, it's a yeah. triumphant finish to what starts out as a very pensive piece. Mm-hmm. So it is about, I guess, like the resolve and joy of going back home, even when things are uncertain. Yeah, and gaining uh, confidence that you've made the right decision. Yeah, because I imagine that was difficult for someone who, like, I mean, we talked about for his previous album how he was like pretty depressed. And, like, not sure it was going to work out. Yeah. And, well, yeah, his song, The Entertainer, about just getting robbed. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, this was just kind of the next thing he did. So as much as he got some success from that, um, I imagine there was still a sense of, like, am I doing the right thing for my career, for my life? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that kind of comes across in this. 
uh, comes across in this. And interestingly, this song does have play a big role in uh, his career and him being acknowledged as a songwriter. Um, and this is, I'm so proud of myself for the segue because it gets covered by yeah. Barbara Streisand in the year of our Lord, 1977. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. But yeah, it was pretty yeah. soon after. Pretty soon after. So she's American singer and actress, uh, New Yorker. She, she's got the EGOT. So that's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award. She's got them all. And uh, uh, known for the Streisand effect, of course. <laughs> among uh, other things. Yeah, among uh, that, that the song, song that Barbara says Streisand. her name. Last time we talked about Barbara Streisand on this show, I went through the effort of pulling that sound clip from that song and replacing every time we said Barbara <laughs> Streisand with that sound clip. Never heard anything from anyone about it, so I will not be doing it again this episode. <laughs> but uh, you say that now. I say that now, and I've said we wouldn't do Entrepreneur Summer Three back in business, which this is, and so yeah. there you go. So things change. Also, she's Josh Brolin's stepmother. Weird. Just reading her Wikipedia page. I mean, the question is, do you think Josh Brolin is into stepmom porn? Yes or no? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, big purple guy, maybe. I could see it. I could see it. Big um, purple guy. Is he Grimace? <laughs> he's uh, Thanos. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Barbara okay, Streisand. So she's a big name in singing, <laughs> acting, and other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a um, big deal. And she's also from New York. So she's like you were New saying, York, yeah. like you were saying, it was covered by Barbara Streisand. And then at that point, um, and I believe we must have watched the same video. I believe so. Uh, because Billy Joel said after that, he got had some like clout as a songwriter with the uh, label. So they were like, oh, Barbara Streisand likes this song. And like she did pretty good with it. And it's kind yeah. of a funny uh, song to cover because it wasn't a single. It's just mm-hmm. sort of gained notoriety since then. Yeah, it's just become like a staple because yeah, it is. Yeah, like an anthem, even a standard yeah, to a some standard. degree. Um, For we'll sure. We'll see that later, I think. Um, somewhat. But yeah, Barbara Streisand. She covers it. She covers it. She she lops off about a minute and 15 seconds. Which I think she just doesn't repeat the, the bridge and verse, right? Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um, but yeah, this is a more... I hate to say it's just a more Streisandy version. Um, particularly, like the intro is more straightforward. The original feels like, oh, this is a solo Billy Joel song. Billy Joel can do what he wants. That's probably not totally true. But it's, I, it's maybe more like this is Piano Man. Yeah, Let's right. Give him the so piano runway, right? Like, yeah, and this doesn't have that. It's like we'll play piano chords. It's cool. It sounds fine. Uh, it's just you know a different thing. Yeah, it's like you don't, like, you have to work with who you've got, right? And you can say, well, let's try and take on Billy Joel as a pianist. Uh, or you can say, no, let's not do that. Let's focus on Streisand's yeah. vocals Streisand's and other things. Vocals, let's let's get to do. the meat quicker. And yeah, and she's got killer vocals. Yeah, she's Barbara Streisand. Yeah, she lets it rip in this song. Um, although I wouldn't, well, particularly at the, the beginning, she keeps it a little more under wraps. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I think she has to because... I mean, the original is very uh, soft at the start, and this one has more stuff in it. Like, you get the strings, and you get the yeah, uh, string, saxophone. Yeah, string, sax, piano, on, right off the and bat. And an electric piano as well. 
mm-hmm. um, pretty early on, but it keeps it like pretty low at first. Yeah. Pretty soft. Um, but then you do get some showiness from the vocals even then, like as much as they are like delicate, um, you know, she's got some like held notes and, and high notes and stuff and some runs that are like, ah, she's showing off a little bit. Yeah. Pipes. Especially when she hits that bridge a little later, like she fucking knocks it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I mean, the strings are like higher. Mm-hmm. Um, they almost had like an older, like filmic feeling to me. Like he had an old, old movie soundtrack, but they have like right, yeah. I don't know. They have really high strings, and I don't know why that was a trend. But they... yeah, I wonder if like maybe it's just because the the speakers at the time couldn't produce bass as well. That could be it, and it could be that in terms of like New York nostalgia, which even the Billy Joel version is drawing on. There is some connection to that, like Broadway stage play, true. Like uh, string sound, true. And or, obviously, Barbara Streisand is like plugged into that world, right? Mm-hmm. She's got she's got the T and E got. That's right. She's got the T and E got, and she's a more of a connecting point between Frank Sinatra's New York and Billy Joel's New York, right? She's a little bit <laughs> yeah, older than yeah. Billy Joel. Like she is yeah. the the missing she's link, like so to 80. speak. Yeah, she old as shit. <laughs> not that Billy Joel's a spring chicken. Yeah, not he's a spring chicken, but uh, that that right, spring chicken. That, that is right? correct, Alex. Okay, didn't sound right. It's uh, uh yeah, well, it's, we're not fucking farmers, so I don't think we use that kind of talk <laughs> too often. But yeah, we get an electric piano. I think we get a regular like grand piano on this too. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um. And yeah, it's very similar um, harmonically, obviously. Got a similar yeah. feeling. Um, and then there's times where while they don't have some of the piano flourishes and stuff, because Billy Joel is the piano man. That's right. Uh, so they leave that to him mostly, but then there's a few points where they do, you know, similar passages that yeah. are probably just copied from the original, which is what you do when you Yeah, especially this is a year after, right? Yeah. That said, most of the versions we talk about, at least from like a song structure point, are pretty faithful even when they they cut down. They're still like, we need to have this section after this section. They might yeah. cut out the extra refrain and verse, but they're like, nah, we got to have all these other yeah, parts they there. Yeah, the, the order otherwise. Mm-hmm. Just shorten it. Because not everyone can, you can't just throw out a six minute cover as a pop artist. That's not no. just always an okay thing to do. Yeah, you can't just say, like, well, here's six minutes of a song I didn't even make. And they're like, okay. I was like, all right, we'll put that on the shelf. Uh, yeah, weird. Weird choice. We're going to get it. <laughs> um, and she scats. Yeah, she sure does. Uh, there's some, sa- like, along with the saxophone. So after, like, the 350 mark. Yeah. It's, like, mostly outro from there. Yeah, she outros out. Um, that's got to be the one it's mark true. against this version is uh, <laughs> that scat, man. Slow scatting. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, like, so it really is uh, like a Barbra Streisand vocal vehicle. The The instrumentals are like studio plus like they're not just like a a shitty cover backing track but obviously they're not focusing on the instruments as much as you would in a billy joel version because they're it's not the piano man it's the barbara streisand yeah barbara streisand 
can she can strize and other things. She can strize and more. Um, but we got to talk about strize and other versions of this song. We do, which is why we're moving on into 1982 to talk about Shirley Bassey. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. BS followed by SP. Hey. Shirley Bassey. So she's also a big name. Um, yes. More, she's Welsh. So she's the first and one of the few um, artists on this list that are not from New York. That's right. Um, so, and of course, we, we have talked about her before. Uh, That's she's right. known for doing several Bond songs. We talked about Diamonds Are Forever mm-hmm. back in 2020. <sighs> Yeah, when the Bond movie was going to come out, yeah, remember that? Yeah, when that movie was supposed to come out the first, second time, I think it might have been at that point. But Yeah. It did dude. It did not. <laughs> um, that was before COVID. Yeah. Happened. That was, we had locked down our entire Bond month of content. Yeah. And then COVID happened after that. Yeah. We were all ready to see the movie. Did yeah, you ever really- see that? No, I didn't. No, I did. Oh. Yeah. Good movie? No? Probably. No, it's just fine. It's fine. Bond movie. I was... I find the old Bond movies so amusing just because they're old. Right. Like, and- <laughs> kind of, like, questionable in that way. Right. They're kind of trashy films, aren't so, they? Yeah. <laughs> so, the new ones are, like, so serious and, like, shiny. Which is like it was cool. It's cool action spy stuff, but it was like right. Wasn't very cheesy. I guess in some ways it was. Right. It's missing that camp that the earlier yeah. series had in it. Anyway, uh, so it's still fun though. Yeah. Um. But uh, you want to talk about grandiose Bond singers? That's almost a common theme for most of the cover artists here. It's just the pipes on these people. They can. Yeah, sing. a lot of these are like vocal show pieces, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the original is really. Not that Billy Joel doesn't sound good, but compared to like a Barbara Streisand or a Shirley Bassey. Not really the same thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Billy Joel is the mixed martial artist of music. You know, he's, it's the piano and vocals, so these people right. are are the iron chefs of, right. Versus the, <laughs> of singing. My instrument is my, my vocal cords. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is much more bombastic sounding. Oh, right in um, with the horns. The horns and the strings. Um, so it feels much more like I mean, still in that same style of other Shirley Bassey songs we know, right? Like, it's got the big band or whatever. Which mm-hmm. probably not technically a big band, actually. Probably just a band, which is... Yeah, just like a larger studio larger? band. Because <laughs> there's, like, also strings involved. Yeah. But, yeah, she has these big fills between, uh, like, verse and verse. So she's like, I'm in a New York state of mind. It's like... Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, um, and of course she sounds like Shirley Bassey, so there's a few, like, moves she does that I recognize, like, when she does some of the, she'll, like, do, like, a smooth slide on a note, like, when she says hop a flight. Right. She, like, slides up on that flight. Oh. And there's lots of, like, vibrato and stuff, so some things that, yeah, I've heard her do before. Not that I listen to a ton of Shirley Bassey, but if you've listened to some of her Bond stuff, she does that. Few little bassyisms, you might call them. Yeah, a little, little bassyism here and there. Yeah. 
So, I mean, both of them, the, the, this one and Barbara Streisand, have a pretty impressive vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is definitely a very different style. Yeah. Um, they also both have saxophone. So that's true, yeah. Yeah. I think she so, really like she really focuses on the highs in this as much as he has the like the low quiet sections. The the big like boost you get from those horns and from her vocals like it's like let's take the high moments of love in New York as much as we can. Let's Let's take it to new heights, baby. Yeah. I I'm trying to think of like this one feels more like European I don't know. I'm trying to put my finger on exactly what it is. Like it's maybe a bit showier than the Barbra Streisand version. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. It's like they both have a similar environment, but like Barbra Streisand version has black curtains. And the Shirley Bassey yeah. version has red curtains. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, uh, I kind of feel it. Does yeah. that mean anything? Probably not. It might just be U.S. versus U.K. Black, yeah, it might just be that. But there is, uh, I don't know, there's like a more, there is a higher emphasis on the instrumentals in this version than in Barbra Streisand's. Um, okay. You get more layering of stuff in more throughout stuff. the... They got all that yeah. brass and... They got the brass, they bring in a guitar and some strings on the second verse. Like they, There's a more consistent build through the verses here. So that has a bit of that, like... I mean, like big band, like a larger band vibe. So it's a bit more of a performance, I suppose, in that sense. Yeah. We even get like even the sax solo has big horns supporting it. So like That's... this version just has a larger vibe than the Barbra Streisand version. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Some, I mean, obviously they're different. They are different. They're performed by different musicians. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about it. Than that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I wrote here that it's got a real Bond finish. I don't know if I believe that now. Oh, yeah. She goes, New York State of Mind. That's something they do in a Bond song. Be like, what, what was the name of the last one? No Time to Die. No Time to Die. And then like a, a horn rips. Yeah, like... The, yeah, and like a big instrumental finish. Like, yeah, so I think it has elements of her as a Bond musician. I think it has maybe elements of this bigger sh- showmanship performance. So it hits a little bit skews towards cinema, maybe. I don't know, Alex. Cinema. Here, here's what this I is do the know. cinema version versus we just got the um, Broadway. Yeah, this cinema. one's the, the Oscar. The last one was the Tony. Yeah. Can um, we get an Emmy and a Grammy out of this? And a Grammy? Well, I, I su- guess the original is the Grammy version. Is probably. the Grammy version. Um, and there is one that could be an Emmy version. So, <laughs> All right. so uh, but first we got to talk about Oletta Adams in 1993. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from a neighborhood, hop a flight to Miami Beach, or to Hollywood. Ew. American, American singer, singer and um, also not from New York. Mm. Wasn't able to figure out if she like live is based there. Um, she must have some connection. So she worked with Tears for Fears is one of yeah. Her big apparently things. they discovered her. Yeah. Roland so they and Kurt. Yeah. 
So they got her on for the the Seeds of Love album in 1989, and then uh, Roland went on to co-produce her first album, Circle of One. And yeah, apparently she has some hit in the UK, but like, I've never heard of her. I don't fucking know her. I like I know her because I know some Tears for Fears. But even that, the album, like Seeds of Love, I really don't know that well. But yeah, she's got some dang pipes on her. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you that about every artist today. Almost, they got they got some dang pipes. Yeah, there's a lot of pipe. And this one's got a big sax intro. Yeah, this one it kind of slows it back down again. Whereas the last two were a lot showier. Um, at least at the start, this one kind of goes back to that like smaller jazzy feel. Right. Yeah, we're leaning on that jazz tradition and the richer piano sound. Although it yeah. does start with a trumpet. Yeah, that's what it is—a trumpet. Um, but it also uh, it swings things a little bit, so I think that adds to that maybe jazz feeling. Yeah, for sure. And it also has—it's got some feelings. The other feeling is is soaring. I thought, which the last two didn't quite have that. Right. Um, don't know exactly why. Maybe at times, but this one has it more. I think. Uh, particularly with the strings. Mm. Um, but it's also got, I mean, it's got a lot of, like, these more showy vocal moments. Um, and then a strange section. Right, we get, like, a, a breakdown section. Yeah, it goes into, like, this smooth jam thing for a while and kind of meanders a bit. And she yeah. kind of says, like, I'm in a new, I'm in a New York. And, like, just some ad-libbing. So it's it's an odd section of the song. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, this version focuses on scene. New York as being a cool place. Because like it's not just like a place you love, but it's also cool, man. So we get, yeah, that jazz swing in there. We get like the horns are not built to really punch up. They're just built to like punch cool. They're like, and you're like, oh, yeah, what's going on here? You get organ on this like it's it's cool guy moves. It's you can picture the Blues Brothers playing this, the coolest people anyone's ever met. Yeah, the coolest people. Um, yeah, I guess that has has a bit more of that. I was a little iffy on the on the uh, bit in the middle, though. I thought I lost some steam from that. Hmm. I kind of liked right. it. Kind of bop along to it, you know. Yeah, I think in terms of like things you can do, it it plays in to her vibe, I think. Rather than like hitting a big sax solo or I guess something. You gotta do. Although it does have a guitar solo right afterwards, which I did like. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So a little up and down on this one, but got some cool stuff. Yeah, I think I liked this one. I think it was um, a little different from just kind of the straight ballad with supporting instruments approach. True, yeah. Changed it up a little bit. Not a whole lot. Different style. Still, little, little, you know, a little New York in there. Yeah, a little New York. Don't know what her connection exactly is with the city. Not that that's necessary. It is but necessary. It's absolutely yeah. necessary. 100% necessary. That's why Shirley Bassey's disqualified. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no Welsh. <laughs> no Welsh people singing about New York today. Uh, and we're disqualified from talking about it because, of course, neither of us have been to New York, yeah, the state, or the pack city. Pack it up. Let's go home. All right, that's been another episode of Cover Me. As we always say, let's get some pizza. Or maybe 
Some Chinese? Oh, that's even better. Let's talk about Barbara Streisand and Billy Joel in 2014. Again? Again? <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a duet in this one. Yes. Two artists we've already talked about. In 2014, no less. Year 2014, no less. Yeah, so this seems to be an album of duets that Barbara Streisand did with lots of people like mm-hmm, called Partners. Stevie Wonder, Michael Bublé, Josh Groban, Babyface. Babyface. It's baby. Oh, I think we talked about Babyface. Anyway, uh, Brian Adams, lots of people. Yeah. John Legend, Elvis Presley, somehow. Elvis Presley? Yeah. I guess, yeah, you always got to throw in your one that you sing along with uh, old recordings. Along with a, a dead man. A dead man. Um, dead men sing no songs, but Billy Joel and Barbara Streisand yeah. sing this together. There's a... Yeah, so this is that where that promotional video came from. Yeah. Where Billy Joel was talking about how uh, Barbara Streisand recording the song back in the 70s was helpful to him. Yeah. Um, and then we get to see Barbara Streisand struggle to wear a pair of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're also very clearly, like, not in the same place. Like, yeah. these were recorded. They each recorded these in separate studios. And they're talking about, like, working together. But it's like, were you ever in the same room? Yeah, it's weird. Cause, well, she was clearly in Los Angeles because she lives in Los Angeles now. Right. But she's in New York because she lived there for so long. Right. And they got the... They both have their accents. That's fun. Yeah, that's some good accent fun on here. Um, so it's a duet, and I think we talked about duets before. They usually suck. This one's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of like trading off sections, and then like they'll alternate on sections, then they trade off lines, and then they harmonize. Yeah, and they do like backing for each other sometimes, particularly on the bridge. Yeah, like they'll repeat lines. Oh, the rhythm and blues, and then he'll pick it up, and then she'll back him up on the next line. Yeah. So in terms of, like, composition, I guess, of, like, who's singing and when, usually we see these things very rigid. You get these lines, then we flip. So them doing... Yeah, but they're actually singing together, which is nice. Um... I feel like a duet where there's no harmonies is like a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Unless, you know, there's a reason for it, uh, which happens sometimes. But, yeah, um, this one also, like, this is like a generally, like, very large version. Um, it yes, does feel big. like their version's coming together in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. it has the, the really big orchestra and, like, strings and other horns and stuff in this one. It's an mm-hmm. orchestra, but now I'm wondering if I. Well, there's anyway. strings in here for sure. You get yeah. especially it's a really in a big version. Yeah, so they chew up that title line for a bit just before the three minute mark, like around two fifty, and you get those strings coming in there, like dun 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 dun. Yeah, so, so I mentioned really the soaring up. on the previous one. I think yeah. this one has that too. Oh, for sure. This one also soars. This is a real like celebratory track. It's less about the vibe of the song as much as it is about these two singing this song. Right. They're no longer people who 
are like, oh, I got to get back to New York. Because if they want to go to New York, they can. Yeah, they like, can. At any time, pretty much. And Billy Joel lives there and yeah, two days Billy of the Joel week operates there. a motorcycle museum. Yeah. And uh, Barbara Streisand, I'm sure if she wants to fly back to New York, can take some time off. I don't know exactly what she does. Other she, than, is she like retired? I feel like she could be. I, she, she must be at this point. She does whatever the fuck she wants. She's Barbara yeah. Streisand. I mean, if she's doing anything, she doesn't need to like do it all the time. Yeah. She's not working sure. nine to five. No. Um, but of course, the most important part of this, Alex, is that they have, and now, now that you've mentioned the fact that they are recording in two separate <laughs> coasts, it makes this ending even more insane. Where she goes, right? Because they end with like a little sketch, a little, a little sketch. sketch, yeah, like a little, like just some ad lib. She's like, "Oh, Billy, let's go get some pizza." I says, "How about some Chinese?" And she says, "Oh, that's even better." No, 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 no. Hang she on. says, "Uh, even better, even better." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, gotta have that accent strong right at the end. Right at the end. Um, but yeah, that is added in. And we often talk about, like, not being able to identify things as corny or sometimes not wanting to identify them as corny. (laughs) This is corny as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe on purpose, like, I don't know, maybe not. But I feel like it works well enough because they're just like old people doing... Like a, a victory lap, baby. Basically. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It is funny though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> be like New York things, pizza, <laughs> pizza, Chinese food. Alex, speaking of Broadway and show tunes, New York City. Yeah. Let's talk about Telly Lung in 2016. It was so easy living day by day. Out of touch with the rhythm and blues. Yeah, who's also from New York. Now, this is why you might get your Emmy, because he's a Glee alumni and musical yeah. theater dude. True. Yeah, big musical theater guy. We've talked about him like two or three times. Two or already. three times. He um, does this great thing where he does like two-minute covers, so they're very easy to slot into true. a playlist. That's true. Um, so, and I mean, I feel like what I'm going to say about this is what I always say about this guy. And that is his recordings feel more like a, like portfolio, like resume than anything like this feels like he's doing a song in a style. I don't know if the style fits necessarily all that much, Yeah, but he does like a good job of singing and performing. And we've talked about like what usually we'll say like, Oh, it really seems like he's showing off of the vocals. Cause he's, you know, that's his job, right? Yeah. As a singer. Um, and this one feels a little bit more like he's trying to do like the uptempo fun song, not necessarily as much of the like crazy vocals, though. There's right. some stuff in there. There's still he jams it right in stuff. that intro. Yeah. And of and, course, he uh, intros yeah. on the uh, the bridge. Yes, he comes in on the bridge slow, got that somber piano, and then immediately like speeds it up. Yeah, after the after the bridge, um, and then it's just more of that like, I yeah, it has more of a musical theater feeling. Yeah, he can't uh, escape it's more that vibe. Now maybe he doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 
Yeah, that's his style, right? That's his style. Yeah, and you're right. We get an upbeat, like jazz, jazz instrumentation. It's almost. It feels like if you took his voice out, um, you could fit like, um, like a Sinatra or something in there. Yeah, this is how they would do that. Feels a little bit like that. Mm Hmm. So yeah, I think I put this one in more for the instrumentals, just because they were a a switch up. Rather than his vocal performance, which is just anchored in musical theater. Yeah. But I guess it's working with that. Anyway, I always say that it feels more like a resume. Yeah, it seems like you would like hand this out to Broadway, whoever, like bigwigs, and be like, look at what I can do with these pop songs. Now they sound like musical theater. Did yeah, you hear that like, vocal run yeah, I did? No, they totally do. Um... And it's quite a stylistic shakeup. Like it's yeah. definitely the biggest change we've seen so far today. Yeah, you get a little walking bass rundown. You get it's all it's like it, I wrote my final notes like short, easy, and fun. Like he he has fun with it. He manages to compact the song into two and a half minutes. Um, does it hit the spirit of the song? Not really. It hits the spirit of New York being cool. <laughs> and yeah, like, I guess so. Him. And I mean, musical theater is pretty new york right yeah it's pretty new york so it's not necessarily what makes me think of new york but i'm not exactly a new yorker either so no so what do i know yeah um but you know what there are a few moments there are some good like bluesy licks on that guitar Uh, yeah i think the instrumentals are pretty cool yeah so that's that's cool so maybe I am contradicting what i said earlier i think for you and me it really comes down to the vocals are musical theater through and through and through he cannot undo that so like even with this different backing track he is it's like you know if you're making something you throw in too much garlic god forbid like it will overpower the dish right doesn't matter what else is in there it's going to taste that there's too much garlic in there and this man's all garlic which here is musical theater which here is musical theater, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, but hey, man, jazz is something about this song that the next song also is about. And that next song is still New York State of Mind, but by Alexis Cole in 2021. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. I'm taking a Greyhound on a Hudson River line. Yeah. Who's a vocalist and jazz performer. Uh, I guess she's done some teaching as well. This version hits the jazz vibe dead center. We don't have the musical theater vocals uh, distorting it. She's also in the army. She's also in the army? Yeah, she sang in the U.S. Army. Am I getting that right? I think you can join the army and, like, be in the band. Yeah, like the... What is it? It's not the USO, is it? Um, I don't think it's the same thing, but it might be. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so sorry. Uh, so get, get off. That uh, so sorry. I'm My so condolences. Sorry. She uh, was born the year this song came out. That's all I got for you. Okay. She has a master's in music. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, did you say this? She's from New York. Um, I did not Queens, say that. Queens baby. Queens baby. Yeah, but yes, jazz. Much more. I. I. This is like a straighter. This is like the big band jazz version. Yeah. She is hearkening to the Frank Sinatra era of jazz. Yeah. It's Frank Sinatra's New York on the scene here. 
Um, and it's got a real smoothness compared to oh, the yeah. other ones. Um, yeah, you're getting hi-hat jazz drums. There yeah. is a lot of horns, like but they're played smoothly. They're smooth. And just a ton of harmonies from the brass. Yeah. Lots of jazz. Scatting. Scatting, of middle, course. And at the end. That's right. Which uh, disqualifies this from being the best version, but it's too bad because <laughs> I like a lot of the other moves in job. here. Um, oh, and the saxophone solo. Let's talk about the saxophone solo. Let's talk about the I saxophone I like the saxophone solo. Do you like Hell the yeah. saxophone oh, solo? Oh, yeah, buddy. There's some, like, uh, sometimes, you know, it's got a lot of, like, fast runs, or sometimes I'm like, ah, a little showy, but no, I like them. Really like them. Yeah. Here. Very smooth sounding. I like, yeah, I like the show he runs. She does some weird showmanship things, too. She always has, like, a very spooky finish on New York State of Mind. Spooky? Like, New York State of Mind. Like, it could switch into psychedelic rock at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it at, like, one minute. She goes, she gets a little, like, wistful ghosty on it. And it's, uh, it's not unwelcome, but it is different. Can I? Yeah, okay. I hear it. Yeah, that fucking sax solo? Come on, baby. Yeah, I thought this one was pretty good at, like, creating the sort of nostalgic mood. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, For reasons I don't even fully understand. I think it hits on what I conceptualize as, like, 1940s New York jazz. I guess so, which maybe, I mean, obviously, we don't know, but it's what We don't know, like. but, you know. We often talk about like the Hollywood ideal, like the commercial picture of of what we perceive certain things to be, and that is this for me to some extent. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. That's what it feels like. I can see like a montage of like New York City shots, like old postcards and shit to this, and you're like, ah, New York, baby. New York, mobs, pizza, Chinese food. <laughs> How about Chinese? And also... Big band jazz? Yeah. And she's doing a, you know, more uh, like baritone sort of vocal performance, too. She's got a little bit of that, a little bit of that share down low. Share down. Do we, do we call that husky? Husky. Yes, I suppose we do. There is a bit of huskiness on this. Do we? Because huskies sound more like, oh, you know, anyway. Uh, yeah but i really enjoyed this version actually yeah except for the scat but even that it seemed of the era so it's like it works it works it works and we work hard here folks and that means that we got to do our final job which is our final verdicts we got three categories today the worst version the best version and i don't know the most new york version alex New new york um, and Alex, bear in mind that last week's uh, best of, according to you, was the Aubrey Logan version of New York State of Mind brackets Empire State of Mind. And sure. given that it is a cover of both, I will allow it to be included in today's <laughs> verdicts. Uh, I don't think I'll. I don't, I don't want to give it twice. Well, I mean, if it's the you best, know, it's, it's the it's, best, Alex. It's had its... Uh... It's had its time. No, I don't think it can be the time? best version of New York State. I was going to say plaudits, but I feel like that's not plaudits? the right word. So you fucking making up words over there, Shakespeare? I might be. <laughs> Listen, it's gotten its plaudits. Who's getting today's bad plaudits? Uh, what's the worst version, Alex? Worst version. Um, 
I didn't really think there were, like, bad versions on this list all that much. Kind of enjoyed... I'm... What was the... This is difficult. It's tough. I think, yeah, it's a lot of it... And they all hug pretty close to the original, so it's hard to be like, well, this one's bad when it's... They're all, like, fairly similar. True. I'm I'm still like iffy on some of that bit in the middle of the Oletta Adams version. I think I'm mm. gonna give it to Oletta Adams, but like I didn't really dislike it that much. It's just like there's some questionable stuff that I'm more or less undecided on more than anything else. Mm, you're you're fucked up, Alex. That's I like the Oletta Adams version. I'm gonna give it to Telly Lang because I just don't like musical theater, man. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. In my New York, nah. So no. That's what it is. it's it's a fine version, but the lights on Broadway will go out in my New York. That's right. Also, the only version to follow the entertainer rule, which uh, is a mark against it, I guess, in this in this case. It's not even uh, 305. Yeah. Alex, what's the best version? Best version. Ken, I thought there was a lot, of good, a lot of good stuff. I think I like the Alexis Cole version the best. Mm. I liked that jazzy feeling. And... Uh, and there was some cool cool saxophone solo. You gotta love the cool saxophone Hell yeah. Solo. Great version. Although, if we're talking about solos, I also really like the guitar solo from the Oletta Adams version. So. Hey, there you go. Well, we're talking about stuff I liked. I like the Oletta Adams version. I'm giving it best, Alex. Yeah. This is a cover me first, I think. You electing something worse than me electing it best or vice versa. Conflict. Conflict. Fight Friction. About it? Yeah, you dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to music here. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we have apparently no idea how to enter into conflict. No, I don't know how to do it. Or like... Uh, uh, but actually, I like this, but I like this. Okay. I respect your opinion. I think Alexis Cole is a great choice, though, Alex. Especially for someone deaf I think like Alexis is a terrible choice. No, I actually Eat don't. Eat shit, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alexis Cole, great, great little genre piece, I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, we don't like jazz on this show. So anytime that gets a, gets a nod, that's something good. Alex, who's the most New York? I mean, only one of them talk about pizza and Chinese. <laughs> I don't know you were going to do that. <laughs> it's gotta be, it's gotta be the duet. Oh, between the, the Streisand and the Jewel. Yeah. Let's get some pizza. How about Chinese? Stry's Sand Joel, you're right. Alex, great choice. I'm going to go with Alexis Cole on this because that's, you know what? feels like New York to me. And I don't know a thing about New York, but hey, it makes me want to fold a slice of pizza and eat it. And then jump down in the sewers and skateboard? Yeah, dog. <sighs> like they do in New York. Like they do in New York. It's a classic New Yorker move. That's our final verdicts on New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. If you got a different opinion, a similar opinion, want to talk to us about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake Cressy, at some Alex Wise. Guys, send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. We always want to hear that from you. You can also email us at CoverMePod at gmail.com. Now, you also got to make sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. Tell your friends about us because we don't have a marketing budget. You know the spiel. It's Entrepreneur Summer, and my partner is an entrepreneur. She's working there selling clothes on the streets. Those streets are Robson and Denman. She's on the corner of them. If you're there in the Vancouver area, drop by, buy some sunglasses, buy some shirts, buy some, buy everything, buy the store out. 
and maybe she'll take me out to dinner. Wouldn't that be nice for pizza or Chinese food? Um, that would be great. You can also follow her on Instagram, Poppy Threads Pop Up. Now, what a short episode today, Alex. What a what can you do though? That's yeah, just I mean, is. we went long last week, so so yeah. Hey, we run short this week. That's it. It's balanced. Speaking of Josh Brolin, perfectly balanced. Yeah, a little, little Marvel humor be. for you. Um, that does it for today's episodes, folks. And as we always say on Cover Me, some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood, but I'm listening to Cover Me.